0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers release their dossier of evidence into the SPFL's handling of the season-ending vote The league say it doesn't contain a shred of evidence to support claims of bullying or coercion But the Ibrox side say they won't be bullied into silence I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Well Gordon, what an interesting night we've got ahead of us Almost four weeks ago uh, it was when Rangers came out and says there was suspicions of wrongdoing from the SBFL uh, board members uh, Neil Doncaster and Rod McKenzie in particular and followed it up with statement after statement said that they were going to pursue it and present their evidence well today was the day the SBFL were very quick in their response of that evidence and was it as explosive as we thought it was going to be uh, is it enough to remove uh, a couple of people from their job I'm not so sure people will decide as the evening goes on and the days go on but it's a big call for for the SPFL boards and the, the 42 clubs involved in this To read over it in the next few days And make a decision come Tuesday If that evidence was enough uh, Gordon DL, uh, just mm. another quiet day Just another <laughs> quiet Thursday Another quiet day in Scottish football Gordon, we have waited four weeks Anxiously for Rangers to produce their evidence uh, It came out today, all the clubs have got it I'm sure there's a lot of reading to be done f- uh, for some board members. Over 200 pages, I'm led to believe, Gordon. And then, is there enough there to convince the other clubs that it's strong enough to back Rangers? That will be the mm. big question. 0141-951-1025. That's the number for you to have your say on one of the hottest topics we've had in recent times. We're on Twitter at Clyde SSB as well. Now, I feel a bit sorry for you two, more than usual, uh, because after seven o'clock tonight, it is episode two of our lockdown football quiz. Um, and you two have obviously been studying hard for this all day and, mm. and trying to read the dossier at the same time. So yeah. um, I've brought in some reinforcements for you. Oh, tonight. yeah. Good. Who? Got Roger Hanna with us. Roger, how are you? Not too bad at all. What you haven't told the pair of them is all the quiz questions are about the dossier. Yes. Just to check <laughs> how, how, how rapidly they've read it from. <laughs> As long as you're not involved in the quiz, Roger. I thought he was playing the quiz. No chance. Roger's on to give us the journalistic take on the dossier, Roger, so take it away. Well, listen, Mark's right when he says it's now judgment time. It's judgment time for the 42 clubs to decide whether the contents of Rangers' dossier is sufficient to convince them that they should vote at the EGM on Tuesday for a second independent inquiry. Um, we've spoken for the last four weeks, as Mark said, you know, we've, we've waited with bated breath to see what was in this. Some people have described it as a smoking gun, some people described it as a water pistol, but th- there are some eye-opening facts in there. Rangers, you know, talk about potential refunds of up to £10 million that could be due from the SPFL to broadcasters and sponsors. That would be 40% of the total members' fee payments from the SPFL. That will make directors of clubs up and down the country set up. Um, There's also more talk about bullying and coercion, not necessarily involving Neil Doncaster, Rod McKenzie and Murdoch McLennan personally, but between SPFL clubs. So that, I'm sure, will be an eye-opener to some of the clubs as well. And it's just a case of... The contents of the dossier today, is that enough? 
that enough chairmen, enough chief executives, enough clubs up and down the land want to hear more and want these allegations that are in the dossier further investigated. Yeah, I mean, Roger, it was possibly a matter of expectations, wasn't it? Because people have been perhaps... Rightly or wrongly expecting a smoking gun One huge piece of explosive evidence That was going to bring it all down I mean, it, it doesn't have that but, but then again, was it ever really going to? Like I say, it all comes back really to your expectation Yeah, well I think in one of Rangers' early statements they, they referred to the evidence as alarming And I'm quite sure that there will be some people up and down the country Alarmed at the prospect that £10 million Could be wiped out of the, of the fee payments from the league If... Sponsors, if broadcasters come back and lay claim to money they believe they're due if the Premiership season can't be brought to a close on the pitch. Um, as you probably detected there, there were a few ifs in there. Um, I think throughout the Rangers dossier there are ifs, there are buts, there are maybes. Um, you know, they, they ask a lot of questions within it rather than providing what you might describe as damning evidence against any individual executive board members, any individual clubs. But you know, we just now need to wait and see whether those if-buts and maybes are worthy of a full-scale inquiry, a second inquiry. Um, everyone, I think the majority of people believe the initial Deloitte inquiry to have a too narrow a scope, Gordon. Um, Rangers want seven specific issues investigated by a second independent inquiry, and I believe they, they, you know, they've got the support of Hearts, they've got the support of Stranraer. They need the support of 32 of the 42 clubs. It's a big ask in terms of j just the basic arithmetic, but I'm quite sure that each of the clubs up and down the land will examine this dossier in fine detail. There will be board meetings arranged via Zoom over the next few days for all the clubs, and it'll be interesting to see, even if Rangers don't, Force a second inquiry on Tuesday Who's to say they might But even if they don't It'd be interesting to see What level of support They manage to get 0141-951-1025 What a show we've got in store Because we're going to get stuck Right into this After 7 o'clock tonight It's Lockdown Football Quiz Live on the show Live on Facebook Take on the pundits Take on your pals Get as many people involved As possible uh, We're putting DL and Wilson Up against each other As well And in the not too distant future We've been speaking To Rangers Managing Director Stuart Robinson On the day that the dossier Was released We'll get his thoughts on it Very soon But let's speak to Colin first Colin's a Rangers fan On the line Colin's an heir um, how are you reacting to it, Colin? Was it was it everything you hoped it would be? Is it has it got the smoking gun, or are you still hoping to find out a bit more? Well, guys, my first thing is how many smoking guns do you actually need? You know, is it one? Is it two? Is it five? Is it six? You know, the the, the thing that gets me is right. The SPLF came out an hour after the dossier was produced and said there is no evidence in what Rangers are saying. Now, I don't, I'm no a lawyer, I'm just a football fan, I'm a Rangers fan, etc. But I don't think a dossier would include the evidence. I don't think a dossier would say, well, here, a Sky went on to, a SPLF went on to Sky and he tried to get them to be the sponsors of the league, the league and all that, and here's the evidence, here's the, the text message evidence in the dossier. Surely the dossier is there to say, for clubs to say, oh, if that did happen and they've got evidence, I want to see it. And then the evidence gets brought out of the independent inquiry. Yeah, I mean, I see where Colin is, is coming from. Roger, that takes me back to what I said about y your expectations. You know, what were you hoping for? Um, and, and I get the point, but at the same time, 
the dossier had has to be convincing enough to, to get all those clubs involved. So you would, from the outside, you would you would expect it to include a, a level of evidence, if you like. Yeah, listen, I think I think you're probably there's some truth in what you say, Colin. There are allegations of bullying and coercion in the dossier. Um, some representative of some clubs are named. Um, part of the allegations are mentioned in the report, but there is also mention in the report of unnamed clubs who have spoken to Rangers, have said they were bullied during the pre-voting process. Um, they don't want to come out publicly. They don't want to be named in Rangers dossier for, to use the quotes in the, in, in the dossier, fear of recriminations. But my understanding is they would be willing to come out and speak and lay bare these allegations at a second independent inquiry. So you're probably quite right in saying that the dossier itself wasn't going to include everything, but Gordon's right too. It does need to include sufficient evidence that convinces the clubs of the need for a second independent inquiry. Otherwise, the vote will go against Rangers on Tuesday. Yeah, I know what Roger's saying. There's a lot of interesting points, uh, Gordon. I didn't go over the 200 uh, pages. Why not? Uh, I was too busy. Right, OK. Uh, but I did certainly look at the key points, and uh, there's a lot of key points here, and Roger's saying there about the £10 million uh, liability, um, you know, if the league's finished early. Rangers are still on about what happened with the Dundee vote. They're still talking about, you know, giving sponsorship to Sky, £1.5 round about a year as well which would affect our clubs. So there's a lot of discussion in there. And I think it will take a few days, maybe to right up till next mm. Tuesday, before clubs can sit down and really understand yeah. where they're going to go with it. Yeah, this. I mean, we're, we're now, because it's, it's been out for a whole six hours or whatever it is, eight hours, we're now assuming that everyone knows exactly what we're talking about. So let me just recap some of those points if, if people don't know. the This 10 million figure you're hearing about Rangers right today that potential refunds of up to £10 million could be due from the SPFL to broadcasters and sponsors um, if you if you finish the season, if you curtail the season like the resolution proposes. Um, but they say that wasn't disclosed to clubs. So clubs had to vote for the proposal without that knowledge. And they're asking, why was this not disclosed, Mark Wilson? Yeah, listen, uh, th- what gets me is that... I mean, surely had a, the clubs had an idea of this anyway. But with Rangers, there's a lot of there's a lot of statements in there, a lot of innuendos, a lot of uh, questions in this dossier, and we can't get away from the fact that you know Collins coming on and saying, "Well, you know, how many smoking guns you need?" Rangers asked for the suspension of Neil Doncaster and Rod McKenzie, and I think clubs were well entitled to ask why. Shows why. Now, if you tell me that dossier. Is enough to suspend two people I, I, I mean That's incredible If you're telling me What we've read today Is enough to suspend The the head of the SPFL And the, and the head lawyer Then I'm sorry There's no way but That's course, enough yeah, evidence Of course Rangers will, will say that it is Because why were clubs asked to vote For a proposal Without the information That they may be liable For up to £10 million I, I, Listen I'd I don't disagree that there has been wrongdoings and, and uh, not wrongdoings. Things have been done probably, you know, wrongly. Everything hasn't been perfect, and I think the SPFL would come out and hold their hands up. However, can you ask for the suspension of people on that basis? Uh, listen, I'm not sure you can. And I think a lot of clubs. I don't even think <clears throat> even us. I think a lot of clubs and a lot of board members and chairmen 
would have been expecting more from that dossier, more evidence to to back that that claim up. Colin, Mark, you just say that again. More evidence. Yeah. So you don't think. So you don't think one of these things. Forget there's five or six. I mean, I've not read the document, but I've seen things. There's five or six main things. The ten million, the one point five million a year that would go to sponsorships for Sky, right? Mm-hmm. So just, I'm just, I'm not actually focusing on these two, but there's two that I know happened. You don't think if one of them's proven with evidence that that's enough to sack somebody for their job? Listen, I think that's they're, I think they're, I think that's I think they're questions. Mate. But I think they're, but, <laughs> and, and this is kind of where we're at, you know. It's got to be all night, Gordon. People have already. Let, let's let's be honest about this. Let's be. I don't be honest. The vast majority of people had decided their feeling before this dossier. Yeah, that's and they what I mean. are now and that's not by the way, you might be the same and call it but, yeah. but a lot of people are doing it and mm. are now using the dossier as absolute proof as to what I thought all well, along. Exactly. That's what I mean. With the dossier, I think we were all under the impression that this was going to come out and whatever we've been talking about in the last four weeks, because let's be honest, a lot of the points in that dossier we spoke about. Other rival uh, radio stations have spoke about TV shows have spoke about We all know that And I think we were looking for something more And but, I mean in my know, opinion Matt, do you not I don't see anything more Looking at the key points I keep going back to key points Gone. Let's keep this very simple here Looking at the key points Do you not think there's a duty for these key points to be answered? Because there are, if, if, if clubs are, are going to go a vote Gordon and Mark And, and they've not been told That it could be 10 million quid to the, the broadcasters That surely comes into your thinking of voting Right So it should be out there I'm not saying It wasn't out there I'm only going with Ranger's statement All I'm saying is There are a few interesting points in there And I think a lot of people Will agree with that But I just feel that They've got to be answers to that then mm. to, clear, to clarify everything up Why was that not out in the domain For the clubs why was that information not given? The 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 Don, Neil Doncaster about the sky one point five million. Why was that not given? They're talking about writing to Yefa saying about finishing the season early in April. Why was their Rangers are saying that wasn't given? Why was that not given either? You know, if if they're representing the clubs, surely they've got to give all the information to the clubs before the clubs. These, these questions, these questions may be answered in due course with the SPFL, uh, but. Let's get back to it Rangers came out with a statement Asking For suspension But how can you suspend when When you've not been given a chance to answer This is the point Colin in his mind And lots of other people in Rangers would agree This is evidence of that So you end up just going round in circles Let's speak to Brian and Sterling Thanks to Colin for kicking us off Hi Brian Hello Good evening Alright guys How's it um, going Yes The explosive uh, smoking gun Turns out to be a water pistol We need water in it that is a shocker. I mean, see, at the end of the day, we are under extenuating circumstances. The SPFL, Mr. Cohen, is what it's called, not the other one that you said, has a mandate to work for 42 clubs. And even under these extenuating circumstances, they sometimes get things wrong. Now, you add, you add what's happening now to already minefield that is Scottish football you couldn't agree on the colour of you know what there is going to be problems there is going to be mistakes there is definitely going to be but were any deliberate was any directed um, to get the fact that you know the, the, the one thing that we don't know about this if you haven't read the 200 page dossier don't bother 
Have you read it, Brian? No, I, listen, I've no, I'm no privy to it because Well, how do you know then? Well, right, so here's, here's the point, right We've spoke about this, we've listened to this Every single um, uh, TV station, every single uh, radio station mm-hmm. spoke about it And did anything fresh arise from it? Because we're getting bullet points for yourselves, we're getting bullet points for this one, for that one. You can sit down, and and a Philadelphia lawyer wouldn't be able to turn around and say that that man or any of the two men who are above reproach as far as this concerns could should, could be sacked. Now, here's what my should think that I think should happen: they should take Rangers to task because for you to call for a man's job when in these extraordinary circumstances when they're doing the best job that they can possibly do, and it's not about Celtic winning a league or early or winning anything. It's to do with calling for... You're calling that man a liar. You're calling him that he did something, you had another ulterior motive, and yet you're calling with no little or no evidence. Now, was there mistakes made? We will all agree, and I am positive the SPFL and all the hierarchies, not just the two men, put their brains together and said, here is, is this the best scenario of a bad situation? Yes, okay, let, let me put some of those points, Brian, because you, you, you cover a lot of ground. Brian's asking, you know, if there's anything fresh, Roger. And yeah, a lot of it has been discussed before. I think the headline, though, of the potential refunds of up to £10 million due from the SPFL to broadcasters and sponsors, um, the club's not knowing about that. I feel like that's... Um, was it out there before? It maybe wasn't publicised as, um, as much. No. Rangers still have... What they feel is unanswered questions about the Dundee vote Now I, I know that Deloitte carried out the investigation But people argued that it wasn't broad enough They still want to know What happened between 4.48 on Friday the 10th of April And then when they submitted the second vote on Wednesday the 15th Now this, this is the thing The SPFL will say that they have answered that And that Deloitte have answered that There, there is a, There's quite a lot of claim and counterclaim And it's, it's hard to sift through that Especially if you've got your own team allegiance involved yeah, it, it, listen, it can be hard. And sometimes, Gordon, because of it, I think you need to strip it back a bit. Um, Neil Doncaster is an employee of the SPFL, as is Rod McKenzie. Now, the SPFL is a members organisation that has 42 members, i.e. the 42 senior clubs. So the clubs employ Neil Doncaster and Rod McKenzie. And if one of those clubs, in this case Rangers, is unhappy with the job they're doing, then Rangers have every right to ask for Neil Doncaster and Rod McKenzie to be suspended. That, of course, doesn't mean they're going to be suspended. As one of the member clubs, Rangers then need to provide evidence as to why they think they should be suspended and why they have concerns over the the, the corporate governance of the SPFL. But it's it's not just Rangers' call. It's the call of all 42 clubs to decide. There are voting structures in place that we all know about, the 75% down the leagues, etc., etc. So the clubs will decide whether there's enough in this Rangers dossier or not. But I think the bullish statement that came out just before half past 11 this morning from the SPFL executive they look confident that they are going to win this vote on Tuesday. You just wonder, the, the two sides are now so entrenched in their own positions, you just wonder how this SPL exec, SPFL executive and Rangers can go on beyond this, what the future holds for a relationship between 
this SPFL executive and Rangers Football Club Well we've been putting some of those points to managing director at Ibrooks, Stuart Robertson and you can hear his answers next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Your comeback is on TalkToThompsons.com Gordon DL and Mark Wilson in the studio Roger Hanna joins us as well Don't forget these two Wilson and DL are going to be taking part in the lockdown quiz after 7 o'clock but we've got a lot to squeeze in before then and shortly before we came on air Roger Hanna and I caught up with Rangers Managing Director Stuart Robertson It's been a busy day um, For all at Scottish Football Rangers clearly at the centre of that um, So we had some interesting points to try and raise with him And, and see what Rangers' response was So let's uh, let's hear what Stuart had to say When we caught up with him earlier on Stuart Robertson, thank you for joining us here On Clyde One Super Scoreboard It's been quite a day Centering around the fact that Rangers have now released this dossier If you like, of evidence uh, to their fellow member clubs of the SPFL Now not everyone is, is privileged enough to have seen it And I know it's long and I know it's detailed How would you sum up what's in it? Oh, Thanks, thanks Gordon uh, How would I sum up? I think there's uh, I would sum up by saying that there's some worrying information in there In terms of the way that the, the SPFL is governed I think there's some real issues I had some real challenges with the way some really material information that should have been provided to the clubs to allow them to make a fully informed decision on the resolution was omitted from the briefing paper which they were given, which incidentally wasn't approved by the board before it was sent out. You know, For example, the fact that there could be potential liabilities of up to £10 million in relation to all the sponsorship and broadcasting contracts are there. Now that, that's a big number. It represents almost 40% of the amount of money distributed to clubs this season. And with everything that's going on in the world just now, and we're obviously all, we've all got our challenges with the, the pandemic and dealing with that, if that's an additional hit, an additional reduction in clubs' income, with other reductions that are liable to happen, then that, that's a real threat to, to some clubs and potentially some of some clubs staring down the barrel. But on top of that, there was also the misinformation about or the, the fact that you weren't given the information that there were other ways that clubs could have got the cash Again, we seem to be doing it in a real rush. And when I'd asked the question, why are we doing this so quickly? I was told it's so that the clubs in the lower leagues can get their fee payments. And it's the only way they can get their fee payments. Now, we know that's not true now because we've seen the uh, you know the revelations about Mother One Partick and advances three or four years ago. And, you know, even if you go back to the Gretna information we were given, which actually is misleading because they had advances as well. You know, they weren't loans. They weren't written off in any accounts anywhere. I just feel that there's a for the really for, for the overall good of the game. I, we need to have a serious look at the governance of the SPFL and how we can get the trust and the confidence back into the members and and, and the executive. Because at the moment, speak personally, speaking as our club, we we've lost that confidence. Yeah, I mean, you say there's worrying information in there. Um, how confident are you, Stuart, that it's damning enough though to bring about an independent investigation? Well, let me give, give you one example. There, there, there was a, a real big thing made of the fact of the, you know, the potential refunds and the potential financial uh, ramifications of having an Ireland void uh, decision and ending nineteen, uh, sorry, twenty nineteen twenty. But there's actually a real financial ramification of finishing the way we have. But that information was never disclosed to the clubs. So why was that not disclosed to the clubs? Now, I, I, don't, I you'd have to ask the, the SPFL exec why that was the situation. But I, you know, we, we've not created suspicion. We've not created a suspicion. We, we've 
gone and we've prepared the work. You know, we've taken legal opinion. We've taken uh, time and effort to to produce. We've been asked to produce the evidence we've got by the, the chairman of the SPFL and the chief exec. So we've produced it. You know, there'll be an independent investigation. Well, sorry, there'll be an EGM on Tuesday. The clubs will decide whether they want whether there's enough within that report to justify them calling for an independent investigation. And that's that's the club's decision. Uh, Gordon, that's, that's down to them to decide if mm. they want to do that. You know, that's and if, if, we, if the numbers aren't at the level that will get that investigation, then we'll need to have a think about what we do next. Uh, as promised, you, you delivered the dossier to the clubs at, at 10 a.m. today. Uh, have you had reaction from clubs? Have you had calls from, from chairman, chief executives of clubs s- indicating a, a level of support for Rangers at AGM on Tuesday? There's been a few, Roger. Uh, there have been a few. Uh, I think a lot of the clubs are still working their way through it, to be perfectly honest. But all the calls I have had have been positive in that regard. So, but I think it's going to, the reality is it's going to take a couple of days for you know, some people have got day jobs, let's be honest. You know, a lot of the clubs are, are run by people on a part-time basis and they're not going to have had the time to sit down and go through that just now. So I suspect over the next two or three days we'll, we'll get a better feel for how that's sitting. One of the key figures, I mean, it, it jumps off the page, you've mentioned it already, the, the potential £10 million liability if some broadcasters, commercial partners look for refunds if the season can't be concluded. Why do you think this wasn't disclosed by the executive? And has, has there been indications from broadcasters or commercial partners, Stuart, that they would look to recoup some of that money? You would have to ask the exec why it wasn't disclosed, uh, Roger, because I we the, the we as directors were uh, were not given the, the briefing paper that was given to the clubs to approve. So you, you need to ask the exec as to why that was. I understand there are conversations ongoing in relation to the implications of, of finishing the season early. I, I don't know the detail of that. Again, that's that'd be you know that's probably that not probably, but that is a question you need to ask the exec as well. Yeah, I mean on that. Um response from the SPFL today Stuart it seems to focus around obviously the the bullying and coercion aspect they say there is not a shred of evidence um, within the dossier to back that up how would you respond to the SPFL's defence there? Uh, quite easily Gordon you know it's, it's a classic case of the SPFL trying to deflect away from from the, the case in point the issue that we need to be discussing what have they deflected away to is something that's not mentioned in the dossier you know, no point did we talk about corruption, as I mentioned in their statement, or bullying and coercion by SPFL staff. We've not said that anywhere. So they've, they've gone out there and they've taken it away when, when we should be actually going back to why was this material information not provided to the clubs? Why were the clubs not told about the potential liabilities? Why were they not told about the, the ability to get payments in, in other ways? And why were they not told about potential challenges with legal restructuring because of the broadcasters. Yeah, I mean, I, that was included. Yeah, that, that, I understand that, but obviously bullying and coercion has been mentioned in the past, and obviously Neil Doncaster and Rod McKenzie have been named personally. So is it not understandable that they would still seek some sort of proof as to, as to what that was all about? Gordon, where, where, you show me where Rangers has talked about that in the past. We haven't said that. Other people have created that narrative. That hasn't been set by Rangers. So I think, you know, you just need to be careful in terms of these things as to where you go. Now, there are, there are mentions of where other clubs feel they've been bullied by other clubs. You know, clubs feel there's been inter-club bullying by other members. And that's for them to, to actually address those issues through an independent investigation. But just to be very clear, we, we at no point did we say any of the things in the SPFL statement. And that's just been a, a deflection today to change the narrative 
away from what's actually in the report. Mm. Roger? I think it's mentioned in the report, Stuart, that some of those clubs who have spoken to you about the bullying and coercion at the hands of other clubs, they sort of fear recriminations that, that thus far they haven't come out and spoken publicly. Do you, do you believe come Tuesday these clubs will stand square behind you and call for the second independent inquiry so they then have a platform that they're comfortable about speaking about these allegations of bullying and coercion on? I, I mean, I would hope so, Roger. You know, if, there's no point moaning about things behind the scenes if you're not then going to, when you've got an opportunity to do something about it, actually taking it. And that's where, where, where we're at now. I have to say, personally, I'm really frustrated. You know, I've had five stints, going back to 2003 on the on the board of the SPL and the SPFL, and, and I've never known the governance to be as bad as it is now. It's, it's if clubs really want to make a change, then they need to stand up and be counted to do this. If they don't, well, they're going to be stuck with what they've got. If we talk about the numbers game, obviously Rangers, Hearts, Stranraer are yes voters, if you like, come Tuesday. You would imagine the six clubs whose, whose representatives on the SPFL board put out the open letter last week would, would be no voters. That means in, in simple arithmetic, only five more no votes among the other 33 clubs would, would be enough to to sink this, that you know, a second independent inquiry. If that were the case... Stuart, where would Rangers go next? Where is your next avenue to, to take this? I think we'll see what happens on Tuesday, Roger, and then gather our thoughts from there. You know, if we get enough votes, great. If we don't, then let's have a look at what we do next. But we're not, we're not making any decisions on that just now. Well, this all really, although there's been a lot of a lot of things happening in the in the interim period, Stuart, it obviously goes back to the decision to call a halt to the lower leagues, um, with the potential that the, the top flight follows suit at some point in the future. That hasn't happened yet. What's the the ultimate aim here for Rangers, if you like? You know, is it is it just about the removal of Neil Doncaster? Is there any scope to reverse that resolution? You know, what's the what's the outcome that, that you would hope for? The ultimate aim here is to improve the governance of the game, and so that we can. This is this this is about the, what's what's going to be good for Scottish football. We've been through a, a you know everybody in the country has been through a horrendous situation at the moment with the pandemic, and football as an industry has been been hit hard by that, and it will continue to be hit hard in the coming months. The way things are looking, we need to be in the best possible shape we can be to come out of this on the front foot. And to do that, we need to have proper leadership and we need leaders who are going to drive the business forward, who are going to look at new revenue opportunities for us, who are going to uh, be creative of energy and, and really come up with new ideas to, to how we can make Scottish football, you know, get Scottish football on its front foot. So this is, this, this is all about improving the governance of the game. That's, that's, that's what this is about. And we take calls in the show every night about, about how this season is going to end, Stuart. Obviously, none of us know, but sitting here at the end of the first week in May, Rangers have been consistent. They want the Premiership season finished on the pitch. What chance do you think now there is of finishing it on the pitch? What chance do you think there is of the SPFL board calling the season? Are they forced into calling the season by the UEFA deadline of May the 25th? Or are all options still open? Is the null and void option still open to the SPFL board? No, as I understand it, Roger. I mean, we had, we had the resolution. The resolution has now been passed with, with Dundee's, uh, you know, the, with Dundee's change of vote. They are in a situation where the board has the power to, to call the season. So that, that's that's gone through, unless something was to happen with the resolution to compromise. 
No, that's how it's since at the moment. I think as every week goes by, I mean, one of the key things for me, going back to the end of March and beginning of April and all of this was, why don't we separate getting the money to the smaller clubs, the lower league clubs, from the decision to, to call the league so we can actually buy ourselves a bit of time to look at what's possible and what's realistically going to happen. We're now four or five weeks on. We can see that the restrictions are still in place. They, you know, we just did the announcement that we've got another three weeks of lockdown. You know, it's, it's not as the weeks go by, it's becoming more. Not to be realistic, it's becoming more difficult to get nineteen twenty finished within a sensible time frame. So I, th- I think that's you know we'll see where we get to the next couple of weeks. The UEFA deadline of the twenty fifth is there, and I think to be, to be realistic, I think that's that, that's a deadline that we're we're probably going to have to work to to take a decision. Whether it's called earlier than that is, is a decision for the board, and uh, I mean I'm only one voice in the board. And I was going to ask you, you you've mentioned your years of experience on the board. The interim chairman, Douglas Park, is less experienced at the sharp end, if you like. Was he surprised by the way the Rangers, Rangers' initial resolution was treated by the SPFL board and the way he feels he was treated by Rod McKenzie? Uh, no, I don't think so, sadly, Roger. It's, you know, we could see the way things were going and uh, I really wasn't surprised by that. It was, there, there was... You know, the delays that were put in their way to try and do it, there was no assistance provided to us, despite the fact the instruction was made that there should be assistance provided. And then actually one of the other directors had said, because again, this was coming back to, let's get the cash to the clubs. Let's find out alternative ways to get the cash to the clubs. And there were a couple of directors actually said, well, let's try and find a form of words that encapsulates the spirit of what Rangers are trying to do. And it transpires we can do it anyway. We can get the advances to clubs. You know, so actually we could have done that. So it's sadly, just a, it's just another frustration uh, in, in terms of the way the organisation's been run at the moment. Yeah, just before we let you go, Stuart, um, the, the beauty, if you can call it that, the, the beauty of this show, the nature of this city is it, it always manages to descend pretty quickly into a, a sort of Rangers-Celtic thing. I'm sure that's no surprise to you in this part of the world. What would you say then to any cynics out there who say that this is all about stopping Celtic getting the title? This is about looking at the good of the game. This is about trying to make sure the governance of the SPFL is the best it can be. That's all this is about. It's, it's beginning, middle and end of that is about the, ensuring the governance of the game is as strong as it can be going forward. Stuart, we really appreciate you taking the time. We'll leave it there so that you can get off. Thanks again. Good to speak to all you. Right. Thanks, Jen. Hopefully right. speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Interesting stuff from Stuart Robertson. You might agree with it, you might not. Let's be honest, that's that's what we do in this part of the world. But whatever it is, let us know what you think next. Clyde was Super Scoreboard. With Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Tackling compensation claims for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson, Gordon DL and Roger Hanna here to take your calls. Gordon in Kilmacomb is up next. Hi, Gordon. How you doing okay? Not bad. How are you, Gordon? I'm fine. Good, what's on your mind tonight I'm, well, I'm just sitting in the sit Well, I was just I come home to work there I come out the back door My wife had a nice pint of cider for me I just sat down And I've just listened to it I've done a that's been recorded or what And I know yep. I'm a Celtic fan and I'm not, But I've never heard so much dribble in all my life If this guy is meant to be in charge of the third biggest club in Glasgow And he's talking about Gretna getting money Who's in a different league Nothing to do with the SPFL Nothing to do with that and talking about integrity a game and we want to try and make as much money and whatever it is, we want to try and run everything right and it's all... Cl- they get, their club's run for the last seven or eight years about a £70 million loss. I, honestly, I can't believe how much time they're getting. I don't mean with Clyde, but... And, 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 and SPF come out today and say they've and there's nothing 
nothing to say that they, these guys should be get, get moved on that. I, honestly, I don't know. I don't know what else. It's just the guys shouldn't get any time at all. I, I'm really angry. At it. I just I can't believe it. What, what they're coming away with saying and integrity of the game and the best for the game. They've got a, they've got a short memory. Well, Roger, what, what do you make of that then? The complaints that that Gordon has, and like I mentioned before, this is already so polarised. We we cannot get it back. So the statement that the SPFL made today to say there's no evidence of bullying, I, I'm, I'm sure they believe that wholeheartedly. I don't know. I can't disprove it either. Uh, but at the same time, that's not surprising either, is it? You're not you're not going to get the SPFL issuing a statement within an hour and saying, do you know what, Rangers were right all along. So this was always going to be about claim and counterclaim, and anyone who hoped for a really concise and clear conclusion was dreaming. Yeah, and listen, Neil Doncaster and, and Murdo McLennan, they, they've had their say, not just this morning, they've had their say over the last week or ten days. We've waited patiently, as Mark Wilson said at the top of the show, we've waited patiently for this Rangers dossier to come out. The Rangers dossier has come out today. Fair play to Stuart Robertson for coming on the show and defending the points that are in this dossier. But it's not for you and I to decide, Gordon. It's for the 42 clubs to decide. I think there'll be chairman and chief execs up and down the land tonight looking at this. Some will be saying, oh, this is a pile of rubbish, I'm not voting for this. But I'm quite sure there'll be some who will be intrigued by the points in it. There'll be some who are anxious at the prospect of broadcast partners, commercial partners, trying to reclaim up to £10 million if this season is called in the coming days. Um, there will be some who support Rangers. Stuart Robertson's already said that. We know that Hearts and Strenraer support them because they backed the requisition to, to have this EGM on Tuesday. So it's now going to be simply a numbers game. How many clubs are willing to back Rangers when it comes to this extraordinary general meeting of the SPFL on Tuesday? Um, I have doubts that Rangers will be able to get the number of clubs that they need. What will intrigue me is whether Rangers just let this lie or where they take it next because there are a lot of major critical issues that Scottish football has to deal with at the minute. The country is dealing with the, the pandemic and this national emergency. Um, football is in the greatest emergency that any of us can ever remember. Some think this is a sideshow to the main issues. Is it a sideshow that's going to go away on Tuesday? Whatever way the vote goes, I very much doubt it. I think that's a run and run. I mean, Gordon, let me put it back to you. I certainly couldn't begin to outline all the points Rangers make, but as a an overview, if you like, they say that clubs had to vote not knowing that they could be liable for up to £10 million to broadcasters. They go on to mention uh, that Rod McKenzie issued four cease and desist requests to the Ibrox chairman, Douglas Park. They talk about uh, Neil Doncaster writing to UEFA before the vote had taken place to suggest that Scotland was ready to, to call the season and they also talk about still unanswered questions on why Dundee uh, performed that U-turn again Gordon it, it might not be the explosiveness the, the smoking gun that people were suggesting, suggesting but are there not enough unanswered questions there to get people curious? Not for me the Dundee thing doesn't matter that was just one that was what one of the other 43 or 42 whatever it was and they unfortunately just whatever it is that they muck up with the email. So nobody else needs to to to, to tell. Nobody else has been taken to task. What they, who they voted or what? Poor Dundee's been brought into it, which I think is just totally wrong. The three clubs that are totally against it is the three clubs that are going to lose the most. That is at the end. Nothing else. They will get no more backing for it. And I just think as a smoking gun, he's, he, they initially come out. We want Doncaster Salt. We want them sacked. And now they've come out. So it, it, honestly, it's just. It's farcic, honestly, I'm just sitting here going, 
I can't believe what, what they're doing. So, and I don't know what the bigger picture is. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's where we, in terms of where we go for here, Gordon, democracy is going to come into this. 32 mm. of the 42 clubs have to vote for it. And if they don't, we won't get an independent investigation. However, um, and I'm not saying you undermine that at all before anyone picks me up wrong. It, the numbers will still be interesting, as Roger says. If this if this comes out next week and Rangers, Trinwar and Hearts obviously vote for it and the rest don't, then it's quite telling. Even if Rangers still agree, that'll be quite telling. But say, I don't know, pluck a number, say 20 clubs, 25 clubs back it. It's not the 32. That doesn't get your threshold. You don't get your investigation. Mm-hmm. Tough luck. You have to deal with it. Fine. We would all need to respect it. But, but it would still be quite telling as to the level of, of trust or the level of... Seriousness that people are treating these unanswered questions yeah, with. Yeah, Roger, Roger sums it up brilliantly. It's a numbers game now, Gordon. Um, on Gordon's point there, coming on the the, the, the phone, Sh- sure Robertson's come out. Now, Rangers got slaughtered for four weeks. I'm not sticking up for him by any matter of means. I was, I was like everyone else. I wanted to hear what they had to say. They get slaughtered for four weeks for being silent. They've come out and they're slaughtered now because they've come out and he's been on the show and he's 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 put his points of view over, which is quite right to do. Now, doesn't matter what we all think, it's down to the clubs now. Forty one clubs have got to decide, is that strong enough? Is that good enough? Yes, you're right, it could go to, you know, a, a quite a, a vote that it goes so you know, near Gordon. But I have no idea what the clubs are thinking. Mm. Rogers seem gone the other way, thinking, "Well, I don't think it will get pushed." It's just through. because it's a lot, yeah. and Rogers, you know, the, the the clubs are represented in the SPFL board. They've already published a letter. It doesn't look but like my they're going to vote. My big worry is, and I picked up what he said there. See, after Tuesday, he says everything they're doing is for the good of Scottish football. Now it won't happen. Now after hearing or seeing all these statements come out, for me personally, I think we'll get after Tuesday if we don't get this through. I think we've got mm. bigger fish to fry and more mm. worries than getting back to this. Yeah. The good for Scottish football is hopefully getting a result, drawing a line under it and going well, moving well, on. That's the problem in a nutshell because we do have bigger fish to fry right now. This yeah. is important, but clearly there's another bigger issue. But again, if it that that's not to belittle it. If clubs think that it's important enough to go right now, fine. Let's, yeah, that, let's that, see that, it next week. Okay, yeah. John's in Bridgeton. Hi, John. Hello, how are you doing? Everybody okay? Yeah. Not too bad at all. What are you um uh, the, the first thing I've got to say is that the previous caller there, he came on there uh, sounding all uh, serious. And it, uh, did I pick him up right and say the third biggest club in Glasgow? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was a dig in there, John. But do you know what? See if I, I had to pick I mean, up every one of them. I, 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 no, no, I don't mean that. What I mean is, in, in all seriousness, he had some valid points. But at least they should have came on with a bit more credibility myself than coming in with that one. Especially in this time, especially in the, the discussion that we're trying to have today. But my point that I'm phoning up for is, could you could somebody please ask me how or who gave the SPFL uh, instruction to phone, uh, sorry, to send a letter to UFA saying that there was an intention to call the league without consulting the member clubs? Yeah, that's another point that's been raised by Rangers today, Roger Hanna. Um, Rangers saying in the dossier that they've been advised... Um, by you know, they query a letter basically sent to UEFA outlining how Scotland's clubs wanted the season over before any vote had taken place. What would you? What's your reaction to that? Yeah, I think this is a joint letter from the SPFL and the SFA. Um, I think UEFA themselves are trying to get a picture from each country about how seasons could be brought to a conclusion. UEFA's preference, and I think everybody's preference, Gordon, would be 
to finish it on the field of play. As Stuart Robertson said, with each passing week, it's looking increasingly unlikely that's going to happen. So I think it was a document came from UEFA saying, what's the, what's the scene in Scotland? What's happening over there? And the SPFL and the SFA responded that the majority of clubs, their belief was the majority of clubs wanted the season called for their own reasons. We know the reasons are financial when scoring. Now, my own thinking in this is, if Neil Doncaster and, and Ian Maxwell and Rod Petrie at the SFA didn't know what each of their member clubs were thinking, then they wouldn't be doing their jobs properly as chief execs or, or president of the SFA. It's their job to stay in touch with clubs, to know how clubs are feeling, to know what state clubs are in financially, to know the needs of clubs. So if they responded to UEFA in that way, personally, I don't really have a problem with that. As it turns out, the vote which took place afterwards confirmed, I think, 81% of the clubs voted for the season to be called. So I don't think Rangers are comfortable with the way it was all handled. I tend to think it was just the SPFL, the SFA, the two governing bodies of Scottish football, telling the governing body of European football what the lie of the land was in this country, and they got it right. Yeah, does that not satisfy you, John? I mean, I, I get the time frame, obviously, but you know, eighty-one percent did vote for it. So, the, the suggestion to UEFA that that's the way they were going to go, it was accurate. Was that them covering tracks on themselves with a letter to UEFA by by giving the deadline for five pm on the day of the vote, rather than the twenty-eight days that it's by law they should have had, in case it came back to bite them in the behind. Roger, I'm not too sure about that because. You know, UEFA subsequently have set their own deadline. I think it's May the 25th, John, and they want all of the FAs to tell them by May the 25th of how they plan to finish the season. Now, the likes of the French, the Dutch, the Belgians, they've already said, no, we, we can't finish it. We're going to hand out, you know, there's going to be promotion or relegation or not, or titles or not. Um, the likes of the Germans, who I think are hoping to start a week in Saturday, the Poles, who I think are hoping to start later in May. Down south, they're still hoping to start, I think, about the 12th of June. They have about 90-odd games left in the English Premier League. They still hope they can do it on the pitch. So now, the SPFL board have to let UEFA know by May the 25th how the season is going to finish. Stuart Robertson told us earlier on the null and void route is gone. It's going to be as simple as they play it out on the pitch or the SPFL board now has the power to declare the season. Stuart Robertson again admitting there with each passing week it's looking less and less likely we in Scotland can finish this season on the pitch. I think by May the 25th, possibly even on May the 25th, this SPFL board will, will declare the season over. Final word to you, John. Well, I was just listening to another fella on who was involved in football in England at Crystal Palace on another radio show, unfortunately. And his final go on it was, until all avenues are ex exhausted, then nothing should be decided. And that's the point I think has been made here. We haven't exhausted all avenues. And we, the ones that we have reached, we kind of uh, rushed it through a wee bit, in my opinion. And as you say that you're opening up your answer there, uh, Roger, uh, you're not a, a very clever person, obviously. Uh, you're not so sure. Now, if you're not so sure, what chances a layman in the street got? Yeah, I mean, on the issue of, you know, Crystal Palace, obviously I haven't heard those quotes, but th there are a couple of obvious issues. That's not to say it's wrong, but comparing us to England financially, first and foremost, is, well, pointless. I don't think, you know, I think pointless covers it. And then also... Well, even at you know, a government level, whether there's a an acceptance that they can do things differently down south of the border, 
I don't know But People would say that we have explored our options and, and other people won't Again, we're just coming back to the preconceived notions That people had before this dossier anyway Yeah, I think we're running out of time, Gordon uh, We're now in another three weeks of restrictions as well um, So I don't really Like everyone else I am desperate for a return of football But obviously England are in a different market from us With the money uh, Germany's trying So is Spain I was reading today That some of the Spanish players Are back training But it's just um, You know Individual training So it's still going to take some time Whether we can get this season finished I was all for giving it As much time as possible But I'm starting to feel That we are running out of time for this Okay we'll leave it there Thank you to John In Bridgeton I think we all need a bit of a laugh Don't we And obviously it was a busy day So we were swithering What to do But we had already arranged the quiz We had committed to it We committed to it last week We had arranged it Um, So I think we're going to stick with it A bit of fun A bit of of humour Hopefully From your two answers And uh, listen This is going to rumble on and on We're back for two hours tomorrow We're back on Monday We're back on Tuesday Plenty of time to get stuck into this But after 7 o'clock tonight Your lockdown football quiz Live here in the show Live on Facebook Take on the pundits Take on your pals Get as many people involved as possible And we're going to put DL and Wilson Up against each other DL is out for revenge Will he get it? We'll find out next Get your pen and paper ready Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's personal injury solicitors Experienced players Who know how to win Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Big day in Scottish football of course With the release of the Rangers dossier We heard from Stuart Robertson We had Roger Hanna on the phone We had lots of your opinions On the phone lines as well Uh, So it's time for a bit of fun I think I think we'll go for episode 2 Of our lockdown football quiz We had planned it weeks in advance We did it last Thursday We're doing it again tonight Live on the show Live streamed on Facebook You can take on the pundits You can take on your pals Get as many people involved as possible These two are up against each other though DL and Wilson Last week was great fun We live streamed it on Facebook Like I say So much uh, great feedback on it We thought we would do it again Are you going up your game this week? Because Mark Wilson Upset the odds And gave you A good going over last week You can forget about up my game That was my best effort last week and um, I was expecting more fighting talk from no, you. Mean, must upset admit. the odds. And uh, yeah. Yeah. made the odds. I was made the odds. Yeah. Aye. Since right. he was a breaking manager, that's his first victory. <laughs> first, <laughs> he's not your first victory. <laughs> right Away from home, three points. And you're taking it extremely seriously. You've built a wall yeah. of uh, sanitizer wipes and something else just to make sure that Mark Wilson can't get a look at your answers. But the thing is, he beat you last week. Why would he? Why would he need to look I've at your answers? Because honestly, I think he was cheating a little bit. Right, put your phone behind you Please put it on the shelf over there I don't trust you Roger. You well, as well, Mark Wilson said, phone aye, away. Aye. I see what you were doing there No, 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 no I was He was hiding his phone behind it, wasn't it? He was, he was hiding his phone behind the to him I know, so it was a it, joke <laughs> <laughs> Put it on the shelf behind you That old trick I had Roger, uh, I had Hannah on FaceTime uh-huh. Right, you ready to get stuck straight in? Go for it Right, we're going to try and go five rounds We'll see how we go on for time We're going to have to be a bit quicker than we were last week We're going to get stuck straight in Hope you've got your pen and paper ready Get on the group chats, whatever you need to do Get all your pals involved And uh, let's see if we can get a winner in the studio On the second Clyde One Super Scoreboard Lockdown Quiz Are you ready? Will we just take it away? Go Scottish football, just basic Scottish <laughs> football round to kick you off Are you ready? Yeah Let's do it Question one So dramatic which Scottish team has a 100% record in their four matches against Barcelona? Um. <laughs> He's struggling already. He's struggling. Question one. He's struggling already. Aye. Aye. Oh, aye. 
Which, which Scottish team has a 100% record in their four matches yep. against Barcelona? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Can I? That's me got one. Right, okay. Question number two. Mm. Celtic have won the most Scottish Cups. Yeah. But how many? Oh, <sighs> Good no. luck. Oh, no. I cannot wait to see his answer here because if he gets it to within 25, I'll be impressed. Question oh, hold two. Hold on a minute. Have we won a lot then? Celtic have won the most Scottish Cups How many? <laughs> Question number three Name either of the other Scottish clubs That Alan McGregor has played for Ah, oh, easy Are you sure? Yeah Okay Yeah Question three Name either of the other Scottish clubs Alan McGregor's played for You're struggling man See, that's what happened to me And don't forget week. the cameras are on the, I, I, the, the, the cyber world of Facebook can see you I see you've had a wee shave tonight You oh, get caught out last week um, Looks like you're jammy top right enough I don't know what No, the, no, that's, uh, that's the top sure? of the range He's went, he's went all black <laughs> So he's slimmed in Somebody must have commented last week See, look at that fat boy Glad you said boy Anyway, right, number four Who sponsored the Scottish Cup from 89 until 07? Uh, Scottish Cup Who sponsored the Scottish Cup From oh. 89 Until 07 How did you spell Cola <laughs> You are unbelievable <laughs> Question 5 Who plays their home matches At Clifton Hill Ark Is that an easy one is it Yeah Are you man. mocking my questions Yeah Right okay Who sponsored uh, No who plays their home matches At Clifton Hill He gets first victory there At the manager Question pick a, pick a few doings, 6 the other Question 6 Who replaced Bertie Volks As Scotland manager uh, oh no, it's either one or the other. You are incapable of thinking quietly, aren't you? Uh, I noticed yeah, this last yeah, week. Yeah, I'm no very good at this. He loves asking for the question. Uh, again. Who yeah. replaced Bertie Volks as the Scotland manager? It's not even a it's difficult question. Just get your uh, answer it's down. A, it's one or the other. Uh, Number seven. Which Scottish side are known as the Bully Wee? Oh, this is ridiculous. I've got seven eighty-seven. Are you sure? No. Because I can see some of your answers And let me assure you You have not Which yeah, Scottish if, if side you can read that You're brilliant Which Scottish side Are known as the bully wee Yeah mm. I, I bet the people right, At okay. home are impressed with me Okay question 8 Where did Adam Rooney Leave Aberdeen for Oh I can know that as well He is doing my nothing already Round 1 might not be right. Uh, no. right Question eight: Where did Adam Rooney leave Aberdeen for? Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. <laughs> Question nine: What is the name of Partick Thistle's mascot? Oh, oh the big flurry guy. Spiky guy. Ah, oh, what'd you call him? Well, that, that's that's the question. <laughs> hey. He's got big oh, I've got it! I've got it! He's like a flower. Hey, move on. He's, he's, like like a, he's not a flower. I know he's not a flower. It's more of like an aggressive sunshine. I move would on. say. Move on. Move on. Now listen. Don't oh, give him any questions. Okay. Aye, question nine. It. What is the name of Party Thistle's mascot? And question ten. Who is the last Rangers player to win the PFA Player of the Year award in Scotland for the top flight? Who is the last Rangers player to win the top flight PFA Player of the Year award? Last Rangers player to win the PFA. I'm not repeating it again. It was what very year? straightforward. I'm not telling you what you. Uh, <laughs> what hold on, hold on. Come on. Um, He'll be lucky if he actually gets a Rangers player, player done. What is hard about that? Uh, I've not got that. I, I Question 10 Who was the last that. Rangers player to win the PFA player of the year? Right, quickly. Hand, that over, hand, that over. Ha- hand over your answers if you're playing, yeah, if you're playing this at home. 
Send them to your mates Do whatever you need to do Because the answers are coming now So fill them out No cheating Honesty is the best policy In the lockdown quiz Right, are you ready? Get back to your mic positions please First one Which Scottish team Has a 100% record In their four matches Against Barcelona Dundee United It's Dundee United Well done <laughs> Question two How many Celt- uh, Scottish Cups Have Celtic won? I was unlucky How do you know? I've not told you the answer What did you go for? I went 46 I went 44 39 <sighs> So none of you get that one right I'm not very good in the Scottish Cup uh, I, hope, <laughs> I hope you're doing better than these two at home Name either of the other Scottish clubs Alan McGregor has played for Dunfermline Dunfermline Or St Johnson. St Johnson. Right. You had the choice yeah. So you only had to name one To get the point Number four Who Spanish sponsored I should say The Scottish Cup From 89 until 07 Tenants Tenants Yes Did you go for Tenants Did you Right okay tenants. This is good Good standard yeah, good. in here I like this uh, Who plays their home matches At Clifton Hill Question five <laughs> Don't remind me Albion Rovers Albion Rovers Question six Who replaced Bertie Vokes As the Scotland manager He's went Walter Smith I went Craig Levine He's right Walter yes! Smith oh! Unlucky Which Scottish side are known as the Billy Wee It's Clyde right. Yes Got that yeah Where did Adam Rooney oh, leave Aberdeen man. for? Salford, Salford, Salford City sure This will be good What is the name of Partick <laughs> Thistle's mascot? What's he, what's he written down? Sinclair Sunflower Sunflower He looks like a big sunflower Kinsley in it has Kings- he got it right? Aye. Kingsley oh, He knows his mascots yeah. this guy he could, have, he could have 9 out of 10 here yeah. if he gets this right And who was the last Rangers player to win the PFA Player of the Year award in the top flight? He's, he's went, put Boyd He's went Davis <laughs> Stephen Davis oh, oh, that is oh, ridiculous. Oh, This is a card bomb Mr Scottish Whitmer Yes Have that Did you get 9? Yeah Good effort I like that Well done Get your answers in Send them over to us Let us know how you got on uh, Tell us if you did well If you didn't do so well Who you're backing uh, Out of Mark Wilson And Gordon DL Loads okay. of people are, are playing part um, I can see James Carty yeah. Says great laugh That's clearly looking At, at your two's answers uh, People are just throwing Their their sort of answers in as we go uh, Which is fine as well I'll tell you what uh, how, how close was Mick Riley He went 35 On the Scottish Cups <sighs> Uh, it was actually 39 Richard Class is just He can't believe it He's his sunflower And he's just got his <laughs> laughing faces <laughs> I knew it was a big thing uh, to do AJ sunflower. Johnson got 8 Which oh, is well, not bad yeah, So did uh, GDDL Did you 8? Eight? 8 And he got 9 I got 9 You've got catching up to do already After last week as well I, think I expected more I think he's too at it What do you mean? Because he's thick Let's be honest. Let's be honest. He is not the cleverest cookie. Be careful because how does that reflect on you? You can't get done done two weeks in a row. You can't. He's a rat. He's a cardinal. Do you know what I don't get? I know you've turned up in all black because you want to look more slimming. Uh, We can see right through you for a shave as well. I don't know why he keeps wearing hoodies because your face just goes extra red. Ah, you know, I'm and the cameras I'm are on. I know. It's 23 I know. degrees Get a in here. On as well. You're sweating like me when the years come out, the questions. We've got one of them later on as well. Oh, no. Yeah. You I get that see. stupid video stuff in again? A video on radio? No, no, the, no the, the commentary. Commentary? Yeah, it's coming right now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no Do you know why people loved this round last week Apart uh, from you Because you were hopeless out of it yeah. People liked this The Aye, reason being good. You have to listen closely right. Round two Name <laughs> the goal scorer We're going to play you famous commentary clips You have to name the goal scorer I don't care who the team was Who they were playing against <laughs> What year it was Forget all of that Just very simply Name the goal scorer I'll try and play them all twice uh, We'll see how we get on for time Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Here's yeah, question yeah, yeah. number one Name <laughs> this goal scorer 
Short and sweet You're going to have to know the match Very very well He's he will... got that right away Got that right away I know that Do you play it twice? Yeah I'll play it again once more Just playing in the game Do you really think you're playing in the game? Just out of curiosity. No, just checking, just making sure. All right, question number two. Name the goal scorer. These are harder this week, I think. I couldn't get Definitely. Them. Name the goal scorer on this one. Question two. He leaves one, he leaves two for that. Takes on three. Takes on four. Beats the goalkeeper. You're just lost for words. He is just brilliant. All you have to do is name the scorer yeah. You don't need to yeah. tell me the details You can't have that as well Listen carefully right And think about it You don't yeah, need to he takes on one He takes on three right. He takes on three He takes on four He scores Hello Where's the, where's the... Right, Well it's not going to be a goalie It's not going to be a centre half Playing at Albion Rovers is it Think about it Listen to it again He leaves one He leaves two for that Takes on three Takes on four Beats the goalkeeper You're just lost for words He is just brilliant Sounds like a few guys against is me it, this that, season. Is that me scoring? Someone sent me the video of Daniel Kuzan yesterday and they were wanting a shout out tonight. I tried to defend you and said your knees had gone by then, but you were only nah, about 24. Nah, so. I know, I know. I, I, it's not much I can say about that. Uh, right, moving swiftly on. Question number three Name this goal. You'll get this one. Name this goal scorer. And think about it the Score's in there And that last line might tell you Who is this goal scorer it's 3-1 A brilliant individual goal A brilliant individual goal Yeah Yes it's all there Brilliant Brilliant Individual <laughs> It's 3-1 All the clues are there Right name you the goal scorer He's question number four Name this goal scorer Bit of detail in there Listen who's uh, in the middle Who's waiting for it He's obviously You know here's, here, I'll play it again for you Somebody who's scored again I don't mind steering you In the right direction uh, there, There's another version Of that commentary You might have heard And that, that's all I'm going to say Okay I'll leave it there uh, Question number five Let's see if you can name This goal scorer Is there going to be A twist in the tail Yes there is You'll get that one That's I was going to put a part <laughs> Listen again Is there going to be a twist in the tail? Yes there is It had to be him He has surely won the Scottish Cup for Rangers Massive clues in there Massive That was number five Here's number six Name that goal scorer This is it That's the goal Spain have surely won the world Again it's, it's there It's, it's oh, all there for you Listen is. again there's a very key a key line in there. This is it! That's the goal! Spain have surely won the World Cup! Somebody's won the World Cup. I Who know, was it? Uh, what do you call him? But like, that's, oh, that's the, the big guy that played with France. Oh, aye, aye. Are you I serious? Guess, aye. Are you serious? What did you say? <laughs> aye, the big You're French boy. Yeah, the big French guy. Oh, Stick oh, him down. Right, this is a tricky one. This is going to This is required good knowledge, number seven. This is tricky. I mean, there's enough detail there, but you're going yeah. to need good knowledge to remember the player. Yeah. Well have won the cup for St. He's certainly given them insurance. 
I mean, it's someone who may well have won the cup for St Mirren, and yeah. it was, it was, yeah. And he was an insurance guy. Figure it out from there. This is a very famous goal, number eight. Let's hear it. Piece of Europe again, and nobody will ever win a European Cup final more dramatically than this. I'll give you that once more. What team was that? You mean? At, what, at no point have I asked you for the team. It's been named the goal scorer all along. It was named the goal scorer last <laughs> week. Team? Just what goal does this come after? What commentary? Win a European Cup final more dramatically than this. I mean, think about it. Think about the last sentence. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Right, question number nine. Name this goal scorer. I mean, just pay attention. There's so much detail in there. Here we go again. more do you want apart from the name mm. you're clueless aren't you right number 10 again <laughs> tricky one I don't think your knowledge stretches this far I think Mark Wilson might get this but I don't hold out much hope for you number 10 here we go you just can't do it you just cannot be that good that is an amazing goal I think he scored a goal every time he's had a shot so you're looking for someone who scored a lot of goals maybe within <clears throat> a certain amount of time let's hear it again I think he scored a goal every time he's had a shot. That's a really tricky one. I must admit. Are you in your Wraith Rovers days? <laughs> <laughs> the Starks I, Park commentator. I think I've got nil here. Seriously? Seriously. Right, well get your get your answers completely. Can you get past number four on. again? Yeah. No, 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 we're running out of time. Right, very quickly. Very quickly. Let's go through them. Number one. <laughs> Henrik Larsson against Boa Vista. Oh, where's he's getting McFadden? 2003. I put McFadden in he Paris. Put, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. He no, put no. mushroom. He, do you think that was my goal? Uh, right. See that Number two. He leaves one. He leaves two for that. Takes oh. on three. Takes on Maradona. four. Beats the goalkeeper. Lionel Messi. You're just lost yeah. for words. Yeah, he put, is I, I just Messi. brilliant. It's Lionel Messi. Messi. Yeah, it's this, Messi. This this clown has put Ricky Villa. Remember Matt <laughs> Who's Ricky Matt City But why would it be him Like How did he score He was by four people And scored a great goal It was Lionel Messi <laughs> Ricky Villa <laughs> Right Do you know what I'm just going to whiz through The rest of these right. Because we're running A bit short in time Number three You know it's it's 3-1 A superb individual goal What's that say I don't know Let me see it Not too Oh, I Archie Gemmell Against the Netherlands Oh Holland I think you find that. I got that as well I got that I don't know what he's put Wayne Rooney Question Rooney. four <laughs> Question four He's gone and done it again Britain was in the middle Jerry Britain Motherwell Scott McDonald oh. Helicopter Sunday Scott McDonald it was But you've heard the other nah, version nah, Of the nah, commentary nah. That's what tricked nah, you You see get that. Right question five Was there a twist in the tail Won the Scottish Cup for Rangers Lovencrantz I put Lovencrantz Peter Lovencrantz hey, You put McCoyst Oh, <laughs> he's put McCoy. He had loving crimes. He's put McCoy. He's got down. Put McCoy. Yes. No, I've got to get that. No chance. Oh. No hey, way. No. Would you always say take the first? You've answer. scrubbed it out though. This is written. This is different. Uh, <laughs> right, number six. Uh, I'm, I'm, what? What did? You, what did he put for this? Him. He scrubbed it. Nothing. What did you put? Who was the big Frenchman you were looking for? I can't remember his name. But in the clue, it said. 
Spain have won the World Cup oh, I, didn't, I didn't hear Spain <laughs> <laughs> big Frenchman <laughs> Big Frenchman that So who scored Spain. the winner for Spain? Uh, Iniesta Iniesta Have you got that as well? <laughs> You're I was, I would have Your mouth's yeah. yes. Right who's won the cup for St Mirren? It's no Stephen Thompson No Good guess though Good guess Connor Newton That was tough Nah, nah yeah, really tough. At number 8 One Solskjaer. of the most dramatic European Cup Solskjaer. Champions League Yes Solskjaer. Ole Gunnar yes, Solskjaer well 99 done. Well done that's, that's one number, <laughs> number nine Who scored late on To move Rangers Close to back to back Titles Is that Persil Aye As in the What did he put up? Edu It is Edu oh! no. He is absolutely yes! Slaughtering oh! you tonight This guy's running Tell away with cameras <laughs> And quickly, the last one. Do you know that one? That was really tough, the last one. Anyone you get that out there? You can tweet me if you got it or on yeah, Facebook. It was Robert Lewandowski. No. It was five, well, I was thinking five goals in 10 minutes against Wolfsburg. Right, that was round two. Hopefully, you can. Uh, hopefully, you're. Six? Yeah, he's flying. Round three's coming up next. The full time teaser with scottishsun.co.uk. Get all the latest football news and opinion. And the lockdown quiz is well underway with Gordon DL <laughs> and Mark Wilson. He has officially <laughs> lost the plot. I think, I think answered would make you're so sense. far behind that you really should maybe just keep that on. <laughs> do it. Do what's do what's best. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, some great answers coming in. Graham Robertson's on. He got six out of ten last round, which was it was a it was a tough round. I must admit. Well done, uh, Graham. Yeah, decent. Uh, Alex Kelly thinks someone needs to cough you the answers, Gordon. In a who wants to be a millionaire style Pam Beveridge listening in all the way from Toronto Hi Pam um, So yeah Dean Connolly only two there <laughs> Dean works in mysterious ways Dean get two but knew Lewandowski at the end I, I thought that was the aye, hardest one, that that was the hardest one By a mile But anyway let's go on to round three Guess the career Yeah I'm good at this Now I'm going to explain this one to you I am going to name three clubs uh-huh. That a certain player played for in that order and you have to tell me who the player is. So the answers I'm looking for are players. I'll give you an example. If I was to say to you, Dundee United, uh-huh. Celtic, Bristol City, you would say Mark Wilson. You right? You see where I'm coming from mm-hmm. here? You're Ra- not going to understand this, are yeah. you? Rangers, Manchester City, and Partick Thistle. Gordon Deal. Exactly. Right. So you just have to name the player based on some of the <laughs> career. <laughs> That they had It was a fairly forgettable It was a forgettable experience For all parties involved Right you ready? Yeah Let's do it Okay which player is this? Question one Went from Aston Villa To Celtic To Preston Who's the player? Went from Aston Villa To Celtic To Preston Do you see where I'm going with this round? Right okay Good One At least you got one Question number two <laughs> Right Spurs uh-huh. To Rangers Yeah To Kansas City Wizards I mean I think this could be tough Because there's no context There's no era Here Spurs Rangers Kansas City Wizards Who's the player that went from Spurs To Rangers To Kansas City Wizards Not easy is it no. I think when you take the context away The first one was easy just to Lull you into a false sense of security No? Okay, question three Portsmouth Rangers Sporting Lisbon In that order? Yes, in that order Right Portsmouth, long way Portsmouth To Rangers To Sporting Lisbon Who's the player? Do you know that? 
You're nodding Aye. away yeah. You got that? Yeah. 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 I think he's going to lap you See if this was a race He'd have lapped you by now <laughs> No, <laughs> no I've not got that Seriously oh, Okay question four We tricky one Hearts uh-huh. To Dundee United To Slavia Prague I mean the clues are there Hearts Dundee United Hearts To Dundee United To Slavia Prague I've got that as Who's well. the player You got that as well Aye. I'm honestly fearful for you He is going to beat you by so much that, that this relationship could be over On a Thursday night I want Roger Hanna In here next week Sure do Because you're always winding him up At beat the pundit I'm saying good at you, beat the pundit But I'm not very good at this This guy's a clown Hearts Hearts oh, No I'm not reading it again <laughs> really? I'll recap it at the end Number 5 is tough Aberdeen Yep. To Dundee United yep. To Rangers That's tough Aberdeen Dundee United Rangers I'm glad you're here Saves me repeating the question Um, Who signed Dundee United? Hearts oh, No sorry Aberdeen To Dundee United To Rangers That was question 5 Right I think you'll get question 6 Listen carefully Cardiff To Celtic To Crystal Palace Ah yeah you finally got one? Thanks. So. Good, it only took us six questions. That's good. I'm glad you're catching up. Yeah. <laughs> Number six, Cardiff to Celtic to Crystal Palace. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Right, yeah. number seven, Wrexham uh-huh. to Motherwell to Preston. Oh! I mean, if the big Motherwell fan oh, apparently over there, if he doesn't get it. Did you not have this guy in the back of your shirt? Boom, 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 one season. Boom, boom, boom. Take that, Wilson. Wrexham to Motherwell to Preston Who's the player? By the way I'll tell you what What? I'm hoping I'm right Question 8 Again this is tough When you remove the era Celtic uh-huh. To Newcastle To St Mirren Celtic Newcastle I don't like clues All I'll say We're going back a bit further on this one I, I don't mind I'm feeling generous tonight Celtic Newcastle Celtic Newcastle St Mirren Who's the player that made those moves? Celtic Jeez That is a hard one Yeah that's tough Question number 9 I think you'll get this Number 9 Dundee United To Rangers To Everton Dundee United Rangers Everton That's what I said I've got that for number (laughs) 5 You could have done it twice Aye Number 9 Dundee United To Rangers To Everton I thought you'd get that I've got that But I, I put him for number five's answer He said He said two moves What was number five Dundee United Forget it Forget it Aberdeen, You're just, just going to confuse aye, things aye. And number aye, ten no him then is it Number ten is Motherwell To Celtic To Derby Oh I can't know that Do you? Yes Are you sure? Yeah Motherwell Celtic to Derby mm-hmm. Do you know that? Aye, aye. I've, got you, I've got you both down for that I think you'll both get that yeah. right I do must you, say Do you know the reason why I know that? Because your pal Billy Davis was the Derby manager? No Because you gave him an absolute roast in that game I watched <laughs> <laughs> You're right on that Okay quickly if you're playing along right, at home Round off your answers If you're texting them to your pals Or to the group chat or whatever Do it quickly uh, And we'll round it off in just a second Is there a comeback on here? Or are you resigned yourself to Absolute failure Gordon? No, 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 forget the answers. I just mean generally. You feeling like there's a comeback on in the final couple of rounds, the home stretch? No, he's playing well. See, Bracken could play like the way he's playing the night. I'll tell you what, they'd be second ball. Uh, okay, let's find out then. <laughs> I know my stuff. It's not my fault. The players. <laughs> Who's the player? Guess the career. Number one, Aston Villa to Celtic to Preston. Go on. 
Scotty Sinclair. Scott Sinclair. Yes. Both get that, yeah? Yeah. Good Dad's start. Like right, let's see it go downhill from here. Yeah. Number two, Spurs to Rangers to Kansas City Wizards. I went Richard Goff. Where did you go? I didn't get that. It is Richard Goff. Yo! Spurs to Rangers oh, to Kansas to Rangers City on. Wizards. Maybe hey. the comeback is on. Hey, oh, hold on, answer that. Hold on, excuse me, everybody. Whoa. <laughs> I hope the camera missed that. Uh, question three. Get in there, <laughs> Portsmouth to Rangers to Sport oh, Lisbon. That's a great shout. I should have got that. Pedro Mendes. Yeah, he's yeah. So he's given it all that to me, but he's missed it the next two. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't put it in I did say uh, I thought four was quite tough But the clues were there Hearts to Dundee United Then to Slavia Prague Rudy Scatchel Yes it is Rudy oh, Scatchel oh, oh, Yes Are you allowed to swear on this Where's we John or Jamie I'll let the odd do? gesture go But uh, oh. no, uh, no No sweary words see out loud please this, See if you get this one I don't think you're right in this one Aberdeen To Dundee United To Rangers What's he gone Jim Bet. It was the other yeah. way Bet went. What have you got I think He's uh, went McInnes Derek McInnes Billy Dodds Oh, dodgy. Oh, yeah, tough. That was a tough one, I thought. Aye, yeah, aye, that tough was one. Six is a bit easier. Cardiff to Celtic to Crystal Palace. Joe Ledley. Joe Ledley. Well done. Number seven, Wrexham to Motherwell to Preston. Louis Moult. Louis Moult. Yeah. Can't forget him in a hurry. Uh, this was re- uh, maybe the toughest one. Number eight, Celtic to Newcastle to St Mirren. Wait a minute. Right, who is it? What was he put? I don't oh, know. Oh, tell know. you what, what a shout he's come out with. What? Dan Jackson. No. Thank God that wasn't Is that say Wallace? Wallace Who's, who's, who's Wallace? Wallace? William Any Any Wallace that played with Celtic <laughs> So you've just put the surname Wallace Hoping yeah. that it sticks yeah. Willie Wallace No I'm going for the other wee guy Ross Wallace I sort of are around about that area Well I can see You've you've missed out a bit in the middle uh, but I can see Wallace? This. No it's uh, Roy Aiken <laughs> Oh I should have gone Roy Aiken yeah <laughs> Number 9 Dundee United to Rangers to Everton Big Dunk. Yeah, yeah Duncan Ferguson yeah. And the last one Motherwell to Celtic to Derby Yeah Stephen Pearson Yeah he, well he knows the back him <laughs> <laughs> He's shot He's back he's shot right, I'm, I'm glad you cleared that up for us <laughs> okay, Wow uh, the, the show almost took on a really different seven. tone there um, Seven I'm, I'm glad you cleared that up you got six aye Oh I'm back again Stuart Lang's got you two down as Clyde's answer to Jack and Victor uh, I don't know if that says and, oh, It's getting better Alex Kelly says Alex Kelly says dumb and dumber so I don't know what's um, And Joe, Joe Sweeney thinks you're as sharp as a circle So there we go It must all be a bit yeah. Um, yeah I've only had one bad round What? That one I couldn't hear My cans were turned off Right let's I've, crack on I've hammered you every round Get your pens one, Your one. pens ready Your pencils sharpen please If you're playing along at home Last week we had world football Not this week Good English Premier League oh, This week In its well, place Well I played down the big leagues Oh yeah there. in the reserves um, <laughs> Right let's find out <laughs> <laughs> there are, there are, every time I think I'm playing for Man City, the boy, the boy who gave you instructions, he sadly passed away sadly, recently. Yeah, sadly uh, passed we, away. But we we don't have time for that story at the moment. <laughs> right, English Premier League. There are no reserve league questions in here. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Question one: Man yeah. United have won the most Premier League titles, but which clubs won the second most? Now remember, this is English Premier League, so we're talking ninety-two-three onwards. Move on. Man United have won the most titles, but which club has won the second most with five? Confident in that. Confident, yeah. With five? Yeah. Yeah, I think, oh, he, oh, no, I think no, he's no, went no. I think he's went too soon there. Oh no. Wouldn't uh, be the first time. He's heard that before. <laughs> uh, question two Who won the first Premier League title back in ninety three? I watched the first game, but who won? I'm not interested in the first game, just the first title. Question two Who won the first English Premier League title back in ninety three? Yep. Oh, this is this is tough. This is really tough. There have been three 
title sponsors of the English Premier League. Oh my god. Name all three. You need all three. To just for a point? Yeah, I think we'll just go harsh because I, I can't be bothered with it being out of a really odd number. So uh name all three. Uh three title sponsors of the English Premier League. Name all three. Oh the big liney one. <laughs> no, that's on top of the trophy. Oh, is it? <laughs> Alright, no, 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 you're right, no, you're right, to be fair. I, I see where you're going with that I one. I know, but I can't remember his name. You don't need the Lions name You just uh, need the three uh, companies That have sponsored I, I English Premier League Are you a point Or half a point Do we need it all? I all think right. you need all three You might as well At least it's consistent for everyone Yeah I agree with you I agree with you Okay question four Who is currently the only <laughs> Scottish manager In the English Premier League? Oh that's easy Is it? Yeah Okay Question four Who's the only Scottish manager Currently in the English Premier League? Question five Which player has the most English Premier League appearances? Which one? Question five: Which player has the most English Premier League appearances? So he's the record holder. Only Scottish manager. We've moved on. By the way, you're still in question four. Shush. Keep going. Question six. I don't get help. Paul Pogba is the most expensive player bought by a Premier League club, but who is the most expensive player sold by a Premier League club? Wow, you both looked extremely confident there. Yeah. And usually it's misplaced. I, I can't believe you're covering your answers You've got some cheek Who on earth would want to copy I you? Know. I go, oh, he's struggling Look. Right, Paul Pogba The most expensive player bought by a Premier League club Who's the most expensive player sold? Question 7 This is good Alan Shearer is the top scorer in English oh, Premier no. League history How many goals has he scored? I'll accept 20 either side Okay Alright Alan Shearer's the top scorer in English Premier League history How many goals has he scored? And we'll accept mm. 20 Either side Okay Yeah Question 8 Which clubs conceded the most goals In English Premier League history So you need to weigh up What your tactic is for that one Because there'll be some bad teams But they maybe have been relegated is it, a, is it a team that's been there a lot Or is it a team that's been terrible You need to decide Which clubs conceded the most goals In English Premier League history Well you're struggling now eh Question 9 Which stadium holds the record For the highest attendance in English Premier League history So question 9 Which stadium holds the record For the highest attendance In English Premier League history In question 10 Which goalkeeper has got the record number Of clean sheets In the English Premier League Um, When? Uh, 93 Premier won it Yeah question 90. 10 Which goalkeeper Has the record for the number of clean sheets In the English Premier League <clears throat> Number three is a killer What you got for that Mark help us out Right very quickly Who's in An abbreviated version Question one Who's won the second most titles Question two Who won the first title Question three The three sponsors Question four The only Scottish manager In the English Premier League Question five Most appearances Question six Most expensive player to be sold Question seven How many goals has Alan Shearer scored You get 20 either side Question eight Which clubs conceded the most goals in English Premier League history Question 9 Which stadium holds a record For the highest attendance 10 Which goalkeeper Has the record for clean sheets Right Swap Get your answers in Swap them over Text your pals Do what you need to do Are you ready? Oh. Answers coming Now First one Who's won the second most <sighs> amount of titles? He went Chelsea I went Liverpool It's Chelsea With 5 <laughs> How have Liverpool won 5 titles since 93? <laughs> Think about what's going on Anyway <laughs> I was actually getting back further. I think you could actually I specifically lose. told you not to right, You who can won? actually lose your job who who <laughs> The bosses are listening An independent investigation uh, Who won the first Premier League title? 
93 Man United Yeah Man United Tell me you got that No he's put Man City oh, <laughs> you, put Man City Man City in 93 Ah, uh-huh. it's a long time oh, ago. Jeez, you are awful, oh. right? Uh, the three title sponsors you need all three for a point is Carling, uh-huh. Barclay Card, oh, no. and Barclays. Oh, very sneaky. Sneaky. Whoever wrote yeah. these ones, well, this isn't yeah. my round. I can just yeah, blame was... someone else. Carling, Barclay Card, and Barclays. You need all three. Who's the only Scottish manager in the English Premier League? I mean, David Moyes. It's David I Moyes. Oh. I can't believe you. Life left in the Dazzler yet Who's the most expensive player ever to be sold for question 6? No, 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 question 5 Sorry, who's the most You're right, I'm glad you're here Who's got the most appearances? Jigs Jigs. Gareth Barry Oh, so is Aye, aye, he's done his hair Yep, absolutely Who's the most expensive player ever to be sold? Ronaldo Got to be Ronaldo It's Philip Coutinho Oh, to Barcelona Yeah, 106 million (laughs) (laughs) How many goals has Alan Shearer scored? <laughs> There's no chance it's 230. He's put 425. What did you put? 239. What did I say you had to get within? 20. <laughs> You're 21 out, it's 260. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's oh. two. I'm impressed. I would it give is, him half a point for it. No, it's 260. You had to get within 20 either side. You That's were 21 out. That's oh, what a great guess. Just one of the best guesses. Question eight uh, what's, What club's conceded the most goals? I put Derby, he put Bolton. Ah, see you're forgetting Because those teams have been Out the division a lot So you're looking for longevity Really oh, I've, I've just thought We in one season No Where Overall, are they now It's Everton Because they've been in it Every season Ah right But they'll be the If, if you can put it Without being too harsh They'll be the worst team To have been in it every season If that ah, makes sense no, ah, I thought no. you meant Lost the most no, goals didn't. in one season no, I, thought, I said, I thought he, I said English Premier League history uh, Which stadium holds the record For the highest attendance Old Trafford Mark? Old Trafford. It's Wembley Because remember Spurs played there for oh, a while Oh that's a trick question No it's not I actually nope. thought about that Spurs against Arsenal And number 10 Which goalkeeper's got record number of clean sheets? He puts Michael Seaman he's put None of them Peter Cech oh, That's four rounds down there. One round to go All to play for <laughs> And it's coming next The Full Time Teaser With ScottishSun.co.uk Get all the latest football news and opinion Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Your comeback is on Talktothompsons.com Just one round to go on the Clyde One Super Scoreboard Lockdown quiz Mark Wilson's leading Gordon Diel quite convincingly Stephen Hill's on Facebook He says Mark Wilson's living rent free in your head He's bullying you <laughs> yes. He says Yes, well said uh, And um, well someone said. else was just basically making Taking the mic out your nose Unfortunately Gordon I don't know if those cameras are a lot too I mean Terence says Check it out You can't miss it Gordon's nose (laughs) So there we go Right one round to go And you can do what you want at home Because it's just a bit of fun But for you two A point off for wrong answers Yeah Let's see how strong your lead really is Right Right, It's guess the year again Same as last week Three clues Guess the year Ready? Yeah Year one Sir Alex Ferguson was sacked by St Mirren The European Cup final was held at Hamden and the film Grease was released. That'll be a favourite of yours, Gordon, I'm sure. Sir Alex Ferguson sacked by St Mirren, the European Cup final held at Hamden, and the film Grease is released. Name the year. Oh, it's soon about that time. <laughs> You're hopeless at these. You have. I, I, I know it's soon about this time. Question two Chris Boyd finished the top scorer in the Premiership for the final time in his career. Yeah. Paul Lambert appointed manager by two different clubs. And the Winter Olympics were held in Pyeongchang, South Korea. Oh. Uh, 
Okay, question two. Chris Boyd finished top scorer in the Premiership for the last time in his career. Paul Lambert was appointed manager by two different clubs, and the Winter Olympics were held in Pyeongchang, South Korea. I'm just delighted the year. to be near the year. Not even guess. I don't it. even think you will be near just some be of these. Near it. I don't think you will be <laughs> in the right decade. <laughs> in the right century. Question three. Celtic Park was expanded to its current capacity. Oh, yeah. Arsenal finished a point above Man United to win their first Premier League. And construction on the International Space Station began Ah, oh, I was there You'll be all across that I Yeah, I'm sure there, yeah. yeah I should be there now Part-time rocket scientist Part-time right, right. football pundit Celtic expanded to its current capacity Arsenal finish a point above Man United To win their first Premier League And construction on the International Space Station What year? Ready, question four Mo Johnson makes headlines signing for Rangers The final Rouse Cup was contested And George H W. Bush is sworn in as president. I think I'm not too far off this, by the way. Okay, Mo Johnson signs for Rangers. The final Rouse Cup contested, and George H. W. Bush sworn in as president. Cup. What year? It's a Rouse Cup. I ah, see you're t- you're too young. What's that? Do you know what that is? Don't the tell him. The Rouse Cup. Don't tell him. I exactly. Know Question what that five: is. George Burley sacked from Hearts whilst leading the SPL by three points. Yeah. Liverpool come back to win the Champions League in Istanbul. And the world's largest commercial plane, the Airbus A380, makes its maiden flight. Oh, a big Airbus. You're a big fan of of that bu- sort of thing, yeah, I'm sure. Got a nose much like yours as well. I don't when you think, think there's about any it. need for it to join in. <laughs> like jumbo beat. You know what I mean? <laughs> jumbo jumbo beat. Listen to him out there. First one, German. quick. Question five. George Burley sacked from Hearts whilst leading the SPL. Liverpool come back to win the Champions League in Istanbul. And the A380 makes its maiden flight. Name the year. Boom, 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 boom. Number six. Scotland Estonia is abandoned after three seconds, one team in Tallinn. Zidane moves from Bordeaux to Juventus. And Jarvis Cocker invades the stage at the Brits during Michael Jackson's performance. <clears throat> so Is that Hamid Sang? Love left me up where we belong. So uh, one one team in Tallinn, Zidane from Bordeaux to Juve and Jarvis Jarvis Cocker invading the stage. Number seven. Mark Wilson wins his only cap for Scotland Ah no way The FIFA Women's World Cup is won by Japan in Germany And Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows is released in cinemas Name the year I'm going to have to push through these because we are out of time nearly That's question 7 I don't even know about AJ Just guess one Okay AJ you might Question 8 The first game played at the redeveloped Hamden George Graham wins his last trophy as manager And Chewing the Fat debuts on TV What year? Uh, right okay I'm honestly going to have to move on I don't have time to repeat them at the moment Scotland number 9 Scotland beat France 1-0 Gary Caldwell with the goal Match fixing was uncovered in Italy And the squinty bridge opens across the Clyde So Scotland beating France Gary Caldwell Match fixing in Italy The squinty bridge opens What year? And number 10 Aberdeen wins Scotland's top flight Everton win the Cup Winners' Cup And Live Aid takes place I mean that's your era Gordon I can imagine you in front of the TV Freddie Mercury Yeah brilliant You trying to impersonate him In your living yeah. room Yeah I can see that Name the year In the dress oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Right are you we ready? So well. Now remember you need a big comeback here Gordon yeah, And okay. it's negatively marked You don't have to do this at home But for you two in the studio You get a point off for the wrong answer Yeah Okay Question one Sir Alex sacked by St Mirren European Cup at Handen And the film Grease It was 1978 Would I put them up? 76 Yo. Right, you're minus one Chris Boyd, top scorer Lambert appointed two different clubs Winter Olympics in Pyeongchang It was 2018 <laughs> What? 
2014 Celtic Park expanded to its current capacity Arsenal finish above Man U to win the first Premier, their first Premier League And the International Space Station construction it certainly wasn't in 2006 <laughs> <laughs> 1998 Oh he's got that You are hopeless Right number four Right this this is your era Mo Johnson signs for Rangers The final Rouse Cup And George Bush sworn in as president Must be 86 89 No <laughs> The year I was born Great great year I've gone for a clean year. sweep here for you I'm, I'm going right. Have you got any of these yet though? I just get one I've uh, got one right. right number five George Burley sacked from Hearts Liverpool and Istanbul And the A380 maiden flight 2006 Five Oh, 2004 Right, number six One team in Talon Zidane from Bordeaux to UV And Jarvis Cocker invading the Brits No idea uh, 95 96 oh. I've not got any points now You're on minus, minus six <laughs> <laughs> Right, number seven Mark Wilson, you won your only cap for uh, Scotland Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows released in cinemas And Japan won the Women's World Cup 2011 Yes I mean yes. if you couldn't get that That's ridiculous I don't know, I got a question You can't remember anything You're going to get a cap for Scotland Exactly oh, half a one. Right, number eight The first game at redeveloped Hamden George Graham wins his final trophy as manager And chewing the fat debuts in TV wasn't 84 that he 99 <laughs> 15 years out <laughs> You think Chewing the Fat's been on since 84 Oh it's been a good programme <laughs> Right number 9 Gary Caldwell Match fixing in Italy in the Squinty Bridge 06 Would I put 2013 And number 10 Aberdeen won the top flight Everton won the Cup Winners Cup And Live Aid Surely you remember the year Live Aid No What was it? 85 It was 85 You've put 84 so That was close, close. Right, quickly, count them up, you two. Well, it'll be easy for you. Minus 10 off whatever you had. Did you get every one of them wrong? What's your final score? I got minus 9. Minus 20, 24, I'll... take away 9. 15. It's 15. I got 15 overall. Out of 50. Uh, uh, <laughs> it must be more. 16, take away 10. <laughs> six. <laughs> six. <laughs> oh, so 6 out of 50 for Gordon. And 15 for you Although we marked the but last one negatively nine, For, a, uh, for a bit of fun But it's another absolute doing for you DL Your yes. defence Quickly I'm not very good Mark <laughs> Your final bragging rights Is uh, it listen, I'm, a gesture to go along with it? I'm much smarter than him I think General the listeners have, have known week. that for years Okay we're back at 6 tomorrow Callum's up with your clap for carers next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Tackling compensation claims for more than 40 years Talk to thompsons.com